Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Satellite Sisters and Misters. This is Liz and Julie here. We wanted to drop this special mini episode for you um, because it's our thank you to Dr. Pam Forney for having been having had such an impact on us over the many years of Satellite Sisters. Right, Jewel? Right, Liz. This is just like a little ornament to put on your Christmas tree. I mean, he was so special to the Satellite Sisters. He was our envoy of civility. And when we first started, he didn't know us very well, and we didn't know him very well. But over the years, doing the shows together, I think we formed a very deep and loving relationship, wouldn't you say? And I think you can hear that on this excerpt from the very final conversation we had with Dr. Forney, and this took place in 2007. So give a listen. Julie, it's a super special day here at Satellite Sisters because one of our all-time favorite Satellite Misters is with us, right? Liz, I could not be more excited today because we are welcoming back author, professor of Italian literature, good friend, and the satellite sister, envoy of civility, Dr. P.M. Forney. How about that? (laughs) P.M., welcome back to Satellite Sisters. I love being able to say that. I cannot tell you how delighted I am to be back. It brings back such fond memories. Uh, I'm uh, thrilled. Uh, Hello, Liz. Hello, Julie. Hello, all of you. Um, You are good friends, uh, and uh, I'm delighted to be here. Liz, do you hear that melodious voice? Does it just take you to a place of (laughs) civility? It just makes me feel like a more civil person. It does, Dr. Forney, and it just brings me back to your mantra for me for last year, which I've carried into this year, is that my goal was to be strong, calm, and kind. And I'm sticking with it whenever I can, PM. I'm really, really trying. I do hope that it served you well. (laughs) It has. (laughs) Well, PM, first of all, I just need to ask, you know, that we it has been a while since we've had the opportunity to talk with you, and this is something that I learned from all of our previous conversations, I trust that you have been well and that your lovely wife, Virginia, has been well as, uh, as also. Yes, we both have been rather well. Uh, we have traveled to Italy as usual. We spend a couple of uh, weeks there in the spring and a couple of weeks there in, uh, in, the, in the winter for, for Christmas and New Year's. Uh, we have traveled to the Bahamas where our niece uh, got married and we got to jet ski and uh, uh, there and uh, Virginia had a lot of fun. Uh, (laughs) I published two books ever since we uh, uh, spoken to one another with the frequency that we did before. One is on Italian literature of the Middle Ages and the other one is the follow-up to Choosing Civility and uh, the book about which uh, maybe we'll be talking Uh, today. Maybe we'll be talking. Of course, (laughs) we're going to be talking about your new book, The Civility Solution, What to Do When People Are Rude. But for those of you that might be a little puzzled by this, you know, this reunion we're having here today, of course, Dr. P.M. Forney, his first book, he is the author of Choosing Civility, 25 Rules of Considerate Conduct. And Dr. Forney was a regular contributor on Satellite Sisters. He would come on each week to help the Satellite Sisters and to help you tackle some of the, the most difficult situations in your life, meaning the day-to-day situations, to, learn, to teach us how to be a little kinder, a little more considerate, a, more, a little more civil in our day-to-day operations. And Dr. Forney, I have to tell you, 
a day does not go by that I don't invoke the WWDFD. <laughs> and for you, for those of you who don't know what that means, that's a what would Dr. Forney do situation. <laughs> I have seen so much uncivil, rude behavior, Dr. Forney, and I always say WWDFD under my breath when I see it. But your new book, I mean, your first book was so fabulous, and it really did provide an inspiration to the Satellite Sisters and to our listeners about making small changes in, in our lives to be a little kinder and more considerate. What, tell us about your second book. Well, as you say, the first book uh, was about uh, how to become a more considerate person and the reasons to do that. And there are very good reasons that have to do with your own well-being and the well-being of those around you for you to become a more considerate person. Uh, this book uh, responds the question, well, what if you are civil? What you are if you try to be a good, considerate person and others are rude to you? Yeah, it's the what others that then? are the problem. That's <laughs> so, what I've always thought, Dr. Forney. It's other people who are the problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say that many of my readers over the years told me we need a self-defense manual. How can we defend ourselves from rudeness when it comes our, our way? And I thought they had, uh, they had quite, uh, this had merit. And I spent a couple of years thinking about it and then writing the book. And finally the book came out a couple of weeks ago and uh, with the title, The Civility Solution, What to Do When People Are Rude, and uh, is doing rather well. Uh, they are already reprinting it. Yay! Congratulations! uh, It's been uh, received, uh, at least so far. And I'm sure uh, that many, many of the first purchasers are satellite sisters, no doubt. But I love that you call it a self-defense manual. First of all, because the civility solution, what to, to do when people are rude... It's it's the right size book, Doctor Forney. Can I say that? I when I what I to hit it. people over the head with? No, <laughs> Liz. No, not at all. It's it's just the right size. It could slip into a backpack, your pocketbook. Yes. You could take it to work with you. You can take it to the store with you. And that's the th- that's the beauty thing about this book is and it's, you, and it's only one hundred and sixty six pages. Yes. So it's a great so it's book. compact. So, and what I like is that you have real life situations, Liz. It's all there. The rude mother-in-laws, oh. the unruly children, oh. <laughs> bad coworkers, yeah, yeah, cell phone users. It's all in here, Liz. But Dr. Forney, you know, one of the things that we on the civility challenge that we did at Satellite Sisters for a long time. I can't tell you how many. Well, I can tell you, and you know that we got we got a lot of mail about neighbors. And Liz, this has been a um, an area of um, concern for you as That's well. That's right. I had some needs in this area because I moved into a new building, as you recall, Dr. Forney, and there were some like initial hiccups with some of my neighbors, but particularly the woman directly downstairs from me. So you provided some extremely valuable coaching about how to, you know, how to like address our differences in a civil way. And I'll, yes. I'm happy to report that we now actually have a very positive working relationship together. So that's nice. Well, that's great. See, that's good. Well, so Dr. Forney, one of the things that, so you have a whole section in your new book about how to address rude behavior that you see with your neighbors. And one of the situations that I know that I have going on in my neighborhood is the neighbor's dog soiling your lawn. 
Now, just, you know. Soiling. You make it sound so. so that, that was Dr. Forney's words, right? Oh, so okay. Dr. Forney, when, when that happens, what, what's the right response? When you see your neighbor and they have Fido and Fido comes over and soils your lawn, what are we supposed to do? There is a very simple sequence of actions that you, in most cases, can take in order to respond to rudeness, uh, inconsiderate behavior. Uh, Stating the problem to the person who is problematic, uh, informing what the problem does to you, and then requesting that a change in behavior will occur. So it's the SIR sequence, sir. State, inform, and... State, inform, and request. request. Okay. Okay, so in this case, in this specific example of Fido soiling my lawn, what is it I am supposed to state to my neighbor? Well, you, you state what the problem is. Uh, Mr. Ford, uh, I've been noticing that... Uh, uh, your dog has been soiling my lawn for several days. Uh, that is really unpleasant uh, to me, and I have to take care of that when that happens. Uh, would you please keep your dog on a shorter leash so that uh, it will not, he will not stray on my lawn when you walk the dog? See, and uh, that is. even if you have a plastic dog. Uh, the dog, the a plastic the problem, dog. The problem is not resolved because the material in question uh, gets to the to the to the ground and oh. uh, the soiling the soiling take place anyway. So even if even if they are picking up, there there still is soiling going on. So just that's good to know. But see, when Doctor Forney, when you say it that way, it does provide a very simple solution so the things do not escalate between you and your neighbor. But, you know, another simple solution, which I think we did talk about a couple years ago on Satellite Sisters, was to just pick it up yourself in the bag and throw it on their lawn. So Uh, that was an alternative that that I think several of the Satellite Sisters were were attempting at one point. And you tried to shut down that kind of retaliatory behavior. Is that what you're preventing? I'm I'm not sure they encourage that. (laughs) But as always in life, whenever you have uh, um, a complaint, you should try to be present together with the complaint a solution. Uh And to Mr. Ford uh, with his dog or dogs, you can suggest uh, that uh, there is uh, a wooden area behind uh, the cul-de-sac where where he can go with the dogs uh, and uh, where... The disruption, the problem would be would be minimal. He would pick up uh, from for, from his dog there. Uh, he would scoop up the the the, the culprit material. And, uh, the culprit. and uh, I never knew that there were so many euphemi- <laughs> euphemisms for you know what. And uh, and it would be away from the residential area. You know, Dr. Forney, this is Liz. I've always noticed with your advice that you're just not a big fan of what most people do, which is venting. You know, most people feel like they just need to express themselves and how grossed out they are by this behavior, as if that that is enough to solve the problem. You're just not a big venter, are you? 
Well, the problem with venting is that it gives you a very pleasant, immediate relief. Yes, that's why we enjoy doing that. <laughs> but in general, an hour later, the next day or the next week, you may not be very happy with having vented in a way that uh, was berating Mm-hmm. Uh, the other person uh, in a way that may mar your relationship you have a, if you have a relationship with the other person. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that part of wisdom is to be happy with their actions later. Yeah. And uh, so although I sympathize with you because, uh, yes, it gives us this release to, to vent and to scream, mm-hmm. uh, on the other hand, I think that uh, be- uh, remaining good neighbors is more important and uh, you want to cool down, step back, and think uh, and try to depersonalize the issue. Think if somebody else lived here uh, in my house, uh, the problem, the, that problem, that person would have, would have the, the problem that I'm having. Mm-hmm. And so Mr. Ford is not targeting me with this. Uh, it, it's, it's not a, a form of uh, uh, unfocused rudeness. Uh, and uh, so when you depersonalize this light, you are well on your way to uh, speak, to address the issue in a rational way. We're talking with Dr. P.M. Forney, of course. He is the author of his new book, The Civility Solution, What to Do When People Are Rude. You and know him it, because he is our envoy of civility. Yes, Dr. Forney? No, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to... Uh, there is something important that I would like to say about the book that is partly related to what we are saying. And that is, yes, it is true that the book is how to... Uh, what to do when people are rude. But first and foremost is about preventing rudeness. So yes. how do you do that? Uh, how to become the kind of person people are less likely to be rude to in the first place. That is really the civility solution. And then, only if that doesn't work and uh, people are rude and you have to respond to that, then the, you start with the SIR uh, sequence. And the answer to what to do uh, in order to prevent rudeness, in order to be the kind of person that people are less likely to be rude to, is to be a civil person yourself. So that That's takes right. us back to the mantra you gave me last Embrace year, civility. to be strong, calm, and kind, right? That's right, because in many cases, not in every case, but in many cases, people will match your behavior. Uh-huh. Uh, that if you have, I mean, and you write about this in the book, if you have a positive attitude, in fact, that positivity will be reciprocated, correct? Well, the mirror neurons in the brain of the other person will scurry busily to mirror what the neurons, their fellow neurons of the other person are doing. That's just what I just said, isn't that? (laughs) Yes. So what I mean by this, uh, by mentioning the mirror neurons, is that now we have some scientific proof of the fact that our moods uh, are infectious, that, that they transfer from person to person. And uh, it doesn't work all the time. If it did work all the time, we wouldn't be having this discussion on a book on how to control the rudeness of others because we would be very good and very uh, cheerful and uh, having a very good attitude uh, towards the world and the world would match it. Uh, It is not like that. But in many cases it is. So first start being civil yourself 
and uh, model the behavior that you expect others to have towards you. And so you put- that's a high standard, Dr. Forney. Have you, I'm just curious. This is Liz. When was the last time you, the, our envoy of civility, just totally lost it or did something where the next day you thought, mm, okay, that's probably not behavior I, I am proud of? You know, I must be uh, sincere and uh, tell you that I don't remember when the last time it was. Okay, but how about your I wife, may Virginia? I sound very conceited by saying Liz, this so. is really turning into a hard-hitting interview. <laughs> We're talking to our envoy of civility. Of course he's civil. Uh, I'm, sure I, I, I'm sure that, that it happened, uh, and, uh, but uh, uh, offhand like this, uh, uh, I, cannot, I cannot remember. Okay, well, that's good. Then you are upholding your own high standards, which uh, can, we can all aspire to that. <laughs> Dr. Forney, we are so glad to talk with you, and we're delighted about your new book, The Civility Solution, What to Do When People Are Rude. It's been great talking with you. I feel inspired, Liz. Are you, are you, going, are you going forward in a more considerate way I, today? I, uh, Dr. Forney, I feel stronger, calmer, and kinder just for having spoken to you today. So well, I Liz, needed this it was job. always a pleasure to hear your <laughs> sometimes uh, gently and partially dissenting voice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. P.M. Forney. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and all the best to you. Thanks, Dr. Forney. Oh, I just, I just love listening to Dr. Forney's voice and just his thoughtfulness about how he approaches life. You know, Liz, I wrote down, you know, again, you, I, even though I already heard this episode, I mean, I wrote down when he said part of, of wisdom is to be happy with our actions later. Mm-hmm. And just think about that. Yeah. I mean, that is that is so beautiful and so inspiring. And that's what he brought to us every single time he was on Satellite Sisters. He did. He did. So I'm glad we could share this with everyone. And by the way, we have a giant audio archive at SatelliteSisters.com. If you go to our website and click on where it says, listen to the podcast, you'll see, well, we have 800 shows there. Um, and this was our favorite to sort of set an intention for 2019 about how we want to approach life. But, you know, if you want to do some serious binge listening over the holiday, we send you there. So uh, so Merry Christmas, Joel. Merry Christmas, Liz. And thank you to everyone. Don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>